0: Now, Radri. So, welcome, welcome back. You're a, you're a, a repeat guest on the show. Yay! I'm, yeah. I'm glad to be back. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. How how you been, buddy?
1: Oh, things are good. Yeah. I guess this time it's not a joint episode. It's just you and me, and uh, me. and an internet connection, and and someone saying me. <laughs> yeah, and the girlfriend who's oh. uh, helping clean up around the house. So. Well, we've been. I've been trying to like go complete Marie Kondo in this apartment recently because I've been trying to like shift things around. Because uh, uh,
0: doesn't spark you know, spark joy for you anymore?
1: Yeah, no, I don't do the spark joy thing. I don't know. I mean, the thing about her is just that she likes to create these rooms that are more like hotel rooms, and you know, I do kind of value the space. <laughs> Being here in Tokyo, it's just you know, right. I live like at a one LDK. I'm not sure how it is for you out there. And where's it?
0: Tochigi? You're in Tochigi, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Tochigi, up in Utsunomiya. So, uh, I, to be honest, um, the apartment I have might be too big for me. Like it's, uh, I've, I've only moved, uh, I guess, two or three times since being here, but each time it's just gotten bigger. But bigger just means I have more space to fill up with junk. You know, so yeah, when, right. When it, when it does pile up, I think, oh, great! Now I got all this work ahead of me to th- throw stuff away or give away. You know.
1: Well, yeah, that's there's one of the annoying things about being in Japan is sometimes like you get you go to like uh, your mailbox and it's just filled with like chidashe, like mini poster things and advertisements and all these papers and it's just like I've cum- accumulated so many papers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I, I've, been, getting... I've been I've been kind of lucky at this current place. I, I don't get a lot of junk chirashi. I'll you know occasionally I get some, but uh, thankfully the uh, the the manager of the, of the apartment have put like a little garbage bin next to the mailbox yeah. so people could just throw all that shit away. But
1: like because I I'm like you, I was born in the states and. Yeah. I don't remember any all this getting all this junk mail. Like was there this much junk mail? Did you ever
0: have a, a, a post office box at all? Yeah, I had a P.O. Yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they filtered through it or what, but I yeah. I I didn't really get any junk mail at home. Uh the the biggest junk I would get would be these uh kind of scams, like money scams. And we're, we're, oh, and yeah,
1: it, that's right, like those CD ones, the ones where like, they give you a CD for free, Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like sign up for their service, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It, it
0: it would either be that, or it would be a like an official, it looked like an official government letter, like you owe this much money in, in to the government, you know, it's like your official name, but then something would be slightly off about it, and you're like, <laughs> oh, that's not me at all, you know, it's like someone just trying to get money from you. Yeah. And it'd be some odd amount, like, $19.26. Like, uh, I mm. don't think I owe that, but I'm just going to ignore it, you know?
1: Yeah, I got one of those today, actually. I was, like, saying, you're, well, you lost your Apple ID. Like, wait a minute. Like, if you, pay, if you have to, like, pay really close attention to a lot of these things. Like, we, the, the serif, like, on the top of, like, a P was missing. Uh, I'm like, okay, this is a fake account. But
0: you're getting clever. Yeah, uh, did you get that via email? Or, yeah, I got it yeah, through email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh you, you gotta watch those. Um, as long as it's not from Nigeria, you know, it, it might be a bit tricky. So Right.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's that's the weird thing about living in Japan for over ten years now. It's like you just you forget all this little stuff. And then like you go whenever I go back to the States, it's like man, this feels like a foreign country now.
0: Yeah. The yeah. bill
1: the bills look weird, the shower heads are
0: slow, Yeah. <laughs> and, and they, uh, unless you have one specifically put in, they don't disconnect from the, you know, like, it's not one of the, the shower heads on the hose like most apartments have here, you know?
1: Yeah, and, yeah. You, I'm like, the shower pressure is great. But... And,
0: yeah, no, I like, sometimes
1: I feel like I'm, like, Dave Spector when some Japanese people ask me, like, so what's life like in America? How do people think about things in America? I'm like,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been back in... Well, I mean, you go to visit, but you haven't really lived there in so long. It, it, you're right. It, it feels really alien um, at this point.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I, I should probably should build up some context. Dave Spector is this Japanese talent here in Japan, and he always talks about, well, you know, America thinks, and he always has, like, some opinion about what the USA thinks because he's the yeah. USA expert. I'm like, dude, you don't even live in the states. You
0: live in Japan. Yeah, and How do you know? The last time he, uh, what? He's been here for 40 years or more, right? It's been that long. Yeah. It's, Does he still do TV. I, well, I don't really watch a lot of TV here, but I, yeah, I, I, uh. I see him. Um, I see him occasionally pop up somewhere. All I, the only thing I really know about him is he makes um, old dad jokes, and he has too much palmade in his hair. So. He has a lot of palmade in his yeah. hair. Yeah, just it looks like a solid helmet of hair just slicked back. But, but uh, what he, he he likened being a foreigner here to like a, a panda at a zoo. Have you heard that? Com- oh, or, did yes. he say that? I yeah. don't.
1: I'm I'm not doing too much about him. Uh, All I know is is that whenever I see him on TV, he's always talking about American perspective or what the US thinks. Um, well, well, yeah, no, I'm probably at the time when he came to Japan, it was a much different place, so.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that that's like any American talent on on Japanese TV, it's like the, they're the representative of America or, or any person from from that their respective country, you know. They know they're the expert on everything about their country.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's always like they represent like they're on TV with their flags, everything. <laughs> but
0: what you don't you don't have an American flag lapel that you wear everywhere? No, I don't. Are you, are you not a patriot, Roderick? I on. guess <laughs> I guess not. No. Um.
1: I mean, I have an um, American. Uh, what is it? The only American flag I have. Well, maybe I have like an undershirt with one of on... with the American flag on it. But I also have this box has a u.s flag i guess i could show you um oh, it's kind of a mess here but i'll show you anyway i'll move my webcam
0: wow we're, we're taking a tour oh there it is
1: there it is there it is um, just to see it it's just it holds all my uh what is it hard disks yeah my girlfriend's saying no cause the place is a mess it's
0: rather a mess. <laughs> well to to be a to, to, to comfort her a little bit uh, the rest of the apartment was just kind of a streak of blur so it c- couldn't really see anything so
1: yeah, yeah. well I'm trying like re- like I said in the beginning of this I mean, I'm trying to rearrange everything for the new podcast uh,
0: the Rad Culture Show nice oh that, that's right the, so it, originally it was just the Radry podcast right yeah because I, I wanted to do a podcast
1: where I talked about things that weren't just Japan or like me talking with uh my friends or people I've met here in Japan.
0: Right.
1: Like just sort of things that have been in the media. Uh, I did like one on Madie Kondo and then another one on the uh, Green Book. And yeah. then
0: Were you were you gonna do one about Michael Jackson or, or I did I... do one on Michael Jackson, that's pretty okay. already... uh, the thing is is that I've unlisted
1: all those episodes. Yeah. I'm going to put them on iTunes and then edit them. See the idea was is that I originally what is it, back in 2015 yeah 2015 what i originally wanted to do is i wanted to make video essays but then i realized i don't know it, i think it was 2017 i'm not sure i made one on sets yeah um back in a really good one like I, I put a lot of effort into it i mean it's probably has like what 300 views or something um it didn't get too it got it got relatively good Reaction, You know, there was no negativity. But sometimes, like, when you don't get the negativity, you're like, all right, well, uh, I did something wrong. (laughs) So, anyway, no, the idea was just to make a show where um, I would talk about random tidbits about uh, culture throughout the world, like in Japan or the Michael Jackson, the recent Michael Jackson movie about leaving Neverland. And but the thing was is that I, I would never force myself to make it or I, I wouldn't put the time in that was necessary for it or i wouldn't be able to find the right time or i, I would ha- i would not really get a break to make the time
2: right
1: so what i figured was well you know I, i've had this dream or this vision of making the rad culture show like this video essay format but the problem is is that i have to like you know find the clips and then have me talking then have that talk and then me writing the script and then me putting it all together and so i came up with this idea it's like well why don't i just make it a podcast and a show hmm. where i can cut in clips and i could uh i can do the show live at first like through obs and i can add in like extra like sound effects and pictures and you know kind of seem like more like it's like a play in yeah. a way yeah. But then after the live show finishes, I'd go through it, I'd edit out all the boring parts, and then upload that up to the iTunes account, uh, that, that being the podcast, and then upload the other video to YouTube, so if you want to see the visual side, you get to watch the visual. Right, right. That was the original, that's still the idea, what I'm still working on. Okay, okay. Because I saw, I was listening to a podcast called Missing Richard Simmons, which is about
0: yeah, yeah, that's so yeah, you, bizarre, isn't it, right? Yeah, you, you listen to that one. Well, that was... yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it was just... Basically, the the premise was, like, Richard Simmons just fell off the face of the earth, and this guy did, like, a, an investigative pod series of podcasts to see where the hell he went or what happened, right? Right, right, or... and was, there was tons of
1: production value in it. I mean, there was, like, there was music, there was quick editing, you know, it was very well-paced. And it was, like, it was, it was like straight run and gun storytelling it wasn't like a podcast like this where it's just you know our interactions of us just talking to each other which i do enjoy right but um i did sort of like that format a lot yeah
0: there's there's different formats like um some of these uh true crime story um podcasts are, are very similar to that you know you have your it's sectioned out there's um there's a narrative that it follows you know it's it's more like storytelling instead of just free chat so
1: right yeah no i mean uh the, the this what he did was he interviewed people and they talked he had like some opinions about it and i really like that format so i thought well like i could probably do this yeah. you know one of the reasons why i do podcasts is just because i like podcasts and yeah. i'd like to be able to see this on the internet i mean kind of like uh you make a cool art project. If it's cool enough, you—it's cool enough to put on your wall. That's basically what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I—I I, I have the same sort of motivations, you know. I mean, a, a lot of this is just for my own sort of s- satisfaction as well, you know. In addition to just putting it out there to see if anyone finds it interesting or it helps people, you know. So, um, but there is a bit of selfishness in in there as well. So.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's, I mean, the, I don't know, uh, that's what all the directors say, or all the famous artists or whatever, they just, you know, they made what they wanted to make. So that's, I guess that's essentially what the Rad Culture Podcast is going to be, right. but I got to get it started here pretty soon, so. Well,
0: I mean, well, you have what, how many episodes under your belt now? Uh, three? For, the, for that episode, for that
1: show, just yeah. three. three. I mean, yeah. I haven't edited down the edit episodes yet, because I want to, like, throw in clips and
0: audio and, and things like that. Yeah. Get like a a soundboard and just, you know, random random sounds you play. No, sorry. Yeah, I mean
1: something that's quick and easy and easy to follow cuz like what's interesting about YouTube recently is how for a while there like the algorithm it was like only showing me people who I watched on, you know, like through my subscription feed. Like the videos that come up would just be them. Right. Right. If I was watching uh, for a while, I was watching Markiplier for a while, and then only his videos would come up. Yeah. And then I think the algorithm will definitely change at some point, and then they started introducing me to all these other people, um, all these other people who do video essays and like horror. Or, uh, I don't know stuff on the Academy Awards, so just interesting little essays that they posted. And I gotta say, I'm very
0: pleased with what I see. Yeah, I mean. As much um, YouTube, the the concept itself is still quite quite good. I I like what what people are doing. It's it's for the most part it's still pretty free that people are putting things out there. But um, the behind the scenes, you know, algorithm changes and what constitutes what is appropriate for YouTube or not is still uh, that that's a bit. Um, I haven't been a big fan of of that here recently, just because it's very arbitrary you know like they don't have any clear-cut rules of as to what is appropriate to be on YouTube and not you know what I mean so right well I
1: think probably why the reason why they don't tell anybody like what the actual rules are is basically probably because they don't want anybody gaming the system yeah (laughs) I think that's the biggest reason I mean I'd probably be the same thing with Google as well why their algorithms are top secret but I don't know. If that also saying that they probably people figured it out a bunch of times. That's why they have to keep on constantly changing it.
0: Right, right. I mean, like the strategies that I used years ago. That um, when I was, I, I would put out some videos and I would use the same sort of strategy every time. But some videos would get lots of hits and some would get none. You know, and I would use. Yeah. yeah. I would use. You know, I was always using. As many um, keyword tags and you know SEO type stuff, and I, I would even type in like misspelled keywords because you know common misspellings of certain things uh, so you it, get yeah. like traffic from something else exactly yeah. exactly and that seemed to work a few years ago but since then it's changed and um, it's it's weird it's like it, you know the things you, you got to figure out it's like a constant cat and mouse chase you know to figure out how to how to work the YouTube algorithms
1: yeah well, I don't know luckily it's not my job so yeah. that's good yeah so <laughs> it, I know
0: some people it's like it stresses them the hell out so well when it gets to that point it's not fun anymore and yeah it really is I don't wanna I don't Yeah, if if it's become something that it's not enjoyable then what's the point I think you know yeah greed yeah. I'm not sure yeah. I don't know
1: yeah, that's that's life of being a creator. Yeah. That's all I like really say about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um what uh not not to uh get into t- too many details here but uh, you what kind of ideas do you have for uh, any future episodes? Uh, is it just um kind of what you observe like what's currently going on in 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 the world of culture or is it just
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, what's interesting about uh the internet. <laughs> what I've learned from the internet. I mean, biggest thing. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a side side track here just for a minute. I'll go right back. Yeah. But have you seen
0: there's a new movie that came out with Nicolas Cage called Mandy. Have you seen that movie? I, I, I it's on my it's in my queue to watch. I haven't I haven't quite got to it yet, but um, you gotta check yeah,
1: it out it's one yeah. of these movies you'll either love the hell out of it or you'll completely hate it well I'm I'm not the biggest Nick Cage fan like, <laughs> okay I mean? well then maybe you won't like it I don't know Yes, I mean I, I do like watching him for his freak outs so. <laughs> yeah
0: the, the, there's only two movies I've, I've really enjoyed that he's in and it's not really because of him but it's uh, Raising Arizona and Bringing Out the Dead and it's just because mm. I, I like the movies themselves, not the fact that he's in it. I remember, but... I remember raising Arizona. I remember yeah. that being kind of silly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a silly comedy, but it's uh, I don't know. It's it's early Coen Brothers, so it's kind of right. Yeah, it's kind of nice to to see how they've changed over the years in terms of their style. So, um, the other one was a, a Scorsese film. Uh, right. Uh, I never saw that one. But anyway, anyway, the uh, Mandy. Back, back to Mandy. This yeah. isn't, this isn't really a spoiler, so
1: I don't, because I think it's, it's a basically the theme of the movie. Right. Um, but in the, the film, man, uh, Nicholas Cage's character is named Red, and these quote unquote, as Nicholas Cage says it, these Jesus freaks hmm. come into his house and they murder his wife. And Jesus, I don't know why they called them Jesus freaks, but. that's just what he says in the trailer but he also (laughs) says that in the film as well but um as soon as that happens like he walks into his house because he he was you know left for dead but then he escapes and he goes back into his house and the first thing he sees on tv is the cheddar goblin and the cheddar goblin's like vomiting cheddar all over these kids and he just kind of looked, watches the TV, and he's like, the Cheddar Goblin?
0: I think that's that's everyone's reaction when they see that, you know. <laughs>
1: uh, it's just kind of what it said to me was, yeah. um, the universe just really doesn't care <laughs> about what you're going through, you know? <laughs> so, and how this relates to the Rad Culture Show, what I'm doing right now, is, is that if you don't talk about certain things that are going on, I guess... For lack of a better word, the zeitgeist of our time. Um, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. You know, it's old hat. Right. Um, like for a moment, like one week, it's about Yanni and Laurie, or no, no Yanni well, and Laurel. Yeah, Yanni
0: and Laurel. Yeah, that's it.
1: There was that thing on the internet where like, oh, which one can you hear? You know, and if you did it during that week when it was hot, then would, people would tune into it. But like, if I did it now, probably no one would be like oh yeah that old thing like why are you talking about that
0: yeah it's you know, especially or... na- nowadays like these things go by so much faster than they did in the past because just that's just the nature of how the internet is you know uh, yeah it's, like... well, it's all about the
1: flavor of the week now i mean like and so the biggest thing about the show is just being able to catch that uh rush of i don't know people on the internet. I, I read a book at one time about YouTube, and it says there are two types of traffic on the on the internet. There's cold traffic, and there's warm traffic. Warm traffic is like people like you and me, like we find each other through other people. Um, or we're creators, and we find other creators. Whereas cold traffic is just some guy, like he's types in, hmm, like let's say we'll take the movie Green Book or something. He says, "Does Green Book suck?" And they just types it into his computer. and He just randomly finds
0: me or something, right? I could just imagine some some guy sitting in his, you know, his boxers, like, "Does the Green Book suck?" <laughs> let's see what Let's see what YouTube says. Yeah. You know, he's got um,
1: like really grubby fingers, and yeah. <laughs> like it's all dirty, and he's like kids locked up in cages or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. what you. He yeah. my mind. It's yeah. sort of like, uh, you ever watch the creator, what's his name? Uh, Red Letter Media? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he's watching Star Wars and he has, like hookers locked up in his basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's, what, that's what I'm, the image I'm getting. But yeah, no, uh, so maybe you might get lucky and you get some of those people. And eventually, what I'd like to do, I and mean, this is the dream, I guess it's every YouTuber's dream, is to make this my full-time job, or make it something where I can make, you know... Something where I can translate it to cash, you know? Right. So once you get enough of a following, then you can get a sponsorship or something. Or something turns into something.
0: Yeah, or... YouTube's changed how they pay you, too. You know, I mean, I, I used to get a paycheck from YouTube um, from when I had other, you know, a lot more videos up. But even before... I even uh, took it down. Um, they they changed it, and it just went to absolutely zero, just because I didn't fit certain criteria that they are, they just changed overnight. You know, I mean, they obviously they they gave warning that it would happen, but it still it, it cut out a lot of people that were actually partners in getting money from YouTube. You know.
1: Well, I'm sure all the all the uh, controversies YouTube's going through these days
0: <laughs> doesn't really help us. You know. <laughs> no. Well. I mean, if you've been following any of that. Well, I mean, also, I mean, YouTube's just become more mainstream. So you yeah, I mean, it's no, just you, you have like professional professionally made shows that are being produced for YouTube. You, you know, YouTube just started out as just some dude in his room recording himself, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, whatever, right? And it's just kind of evolved into You know what it is now. I mean, you even have guys like you know PewDiePie, who still kind of does that same stuff, but he's just blown up so much that he's the most subscribed guy in the world. Is it is he, or is that uh, that other channel? T Series. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole meme of you know subscribe to PewDiePie. It seems
1: to like be going back and forth, like it's PewDiePie, then it's T Series, then it's T Series, then it's PewDiePie. So
0: I'd never heard of T Series before the the meme came around. So.
1: yeah, yeah, peep!
0: I made them popular.
2: Yeah. He shot... I think
1: what he should do, if like if he wants to get more traffic or more subscribers, he should go to India and, and, and make he... a video there or
0: something. Yeah, I was gonna say he should just do a joint, a joint video with the T Series guys. You know, just.
2: just... Well, he, so he supposedly
1: he wants to move to uh, Japan. Actually, I've heard rumors. I don't know if this is true. But, I mean, he's talked about it in a couple of his videos, or at least the ones that I've seen from him. Yeah. I, have a, I have a hard time kind of watching some of them
0: sometimes.
1: Yeah, he, <laughs> because can, most...
0: he can be a bit bizarre, but, uh, you know. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, like, I was thinking, man, if I was 15, I would love the hell out of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I was a total edgelord back when I was
0: 15, you know? Right. Maybe right. I'm still somewhat today, but... This just shows how out of the loop that I am... With with even other YouTube stuff, I didn't even know about PewDiePie until South Park had him on, and they were. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know like, you- yeah. Like he he was he was on South Park, as himself, in not even an animated form. It was it was a video of him, right? There was a few. Se- oh, really? Yeah, it was a few seasons ago. But I'm like, I think Cartman was was trying to be like PewDiePie, you know, like okay. calling everyone bra and all this other stuff, and. Uh, I was like, what the hell is he trying to do? Like, I know, because I've watched South Park for so long, I was like, I know they're they're doing a parody of something. and like, what is it? And then at the end, he shows up at the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, I had no clue who this dude was. And so I checked it out. I'm like, holy shit, he has all these subscribers on YouTube. So, oh, yeah,
1: no, no, no. He's very down to earth. I mean, yeah. I remember one time he, I was, I told, I sent him a message, and I said, hey, back when I was working at Robot Restaurant, I was saying... Yeah hey, you should go to a robot restaurant. He actually responded to me. Like, holy shit! (laughs) Like, you'd think that most people who, you know, were at a certain level of subscribers or who, like, media professionals, that most of their Twitter pages or whatever, they just send out tweets and they do not respond to anybody, you know?
0: There are some people that that do engage with the fans. Um, There's been a few, you know, popular YouTubers or even musicians that I've just... Oh hey, can I use your this music sample in a video of mine? And he's like, Yeah, whatever, yeah, cool. I have no problem with. It. I'm like, Wow, he actually responded. <laughs> not not only did he respond, he actually was cool with it. So I was like, Damn. I, and you know, after that, just went and just donated some money to his Patreon just because he was such a cool dude. Anyway, so wow, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's. Um, some, yeah, it some, is, it is some pretty. It's people.
1: a weird world nowadays, like being on the same level as, like, celebrities.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people interact. Well, I was going to say Trump doesn't actually respond, really, to a lot of people on Twitter. but uh, I don't think he – well, I don't think he would be a waste of his time, really. Yeah. I, like, I, you're the, it would kind of endear him a little bit more if he did, even if it was just to fight back with people. It would be like, right. you know, he he's at least engaging in it, but – I don't know. I think he's. It's like imagine if going back to South Park. Imagine if Eric Cartman grew up and became the president, and that's that's what you know Trump is yeah, on Twitter. He's like the biggest Twitter troll out there, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, but,
1: didn't he respond to people
0: before he became president? I, to be honest, I never really followed him. I've, I've yeah, seen some of his older tweets, yeah. and, and he his style has not changed since you know years ago. But I don't know if he actually engaged with with people on, on social media or not but I like the fact that he only follows 45 people because he's number he's the 45th yeah. president <laughs> yeah like I didn't know that yeah. okay yeah it's it's, it's, it's so weird it, it still boggles my mind that we live in a world that the reality is that Donald Trump is the leader of the United States so yeah,
1: yeah. no I mean you remember was it Back to the Future when uh so Marty McFly goes back into the future and he says, "So who's the president of the United States?" And like Ronald Reagan, like the actor? Come right. on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure people reacted <clears throat> very similarly when he yeah. became president. But he at least was governor of California for a while before becoming running for president. So. Oh he, right. He, well, he, I mean, yeah. yeah, most
1: of these people they always have like they have to hold some sort of political office before they become yeah. um, the big cheese or whatever.
0: What's like if you would have, before he became governor of California, if you would have told me Arnold Schwarzenegger would be the governor of a state, I'd be like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of here, come on. You'd be like, wait, what? Does that mean that you don't have to be born in the United
1: States anymore to become president?
0: (laughs) Huh, wow, a lot has changed. (laughs) Well, I mean, there was a push to try and make an amendment. It was called like a amend for Arnold or something, or, where they were just they were trying was to. There? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know about that. I, I think okay. I, I don't think he was actually behind it. It was other people, but if I think he said if he could run, he he would have. But
1: he's okay. So I don't think we'll be seeing Schwarzenegger 20, 2020 or whatever. Well, oh, no, I guess no, not not twenty twenty, not
0: 2020, but uh, twenty. 2024 20, 20, Yeah, who who knows, man? And, and at this point, after after what happened in twenty sixteen, no one would surprise me anymore. Like you could say, you know, the Rock would could run, and I'd be like, okay, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, he's been t- he was talking about running.
0: Yeah,
1: President, I don't.
0: Well, who knows? Well, it, it's just gotten to the point, like like in Id- idiocracy, you know, like it, it's. Any, if anyone can become president, that means anybody can become president, and that's not necessarily such a good thing. So, right, yeah. right.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what, was, what was I going to say about him? Yeah, no, I mean, going back actually to South Park. No, yeah. do you? Remember, i do not sure if you're a, a, a fan of Wisecrack. Do you ever watch Wisecrack? Um. No, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. It's kind of a more... Uh, I mean, the only thing I like about Wisecrack is it's a very uh, manufactured YouTube channel. Okay. And I'm not a really big fan of these huge manufactured channels, even though I watch a lot of them. You but mean, I try to unsubscribe
0: from, like, big, big channels. You mean, like, these, like, uh, reaction videos or something, you know, like... Team,
1: no, not teams a reaction react videos, to... but it's, it's sort yeah. of like... It's like, they talk about... Like, I follow a lot of people on the internet who... Yeah. uh they talk about like the philosophy of certain movies right oh,
0: okay okay
1: so wise crack kind of because there's there's so many video essayists that do that and wise crack is kind of the manufactured version of that the more mainstream or they try to push for like a more mainstream um, but basically wise crack they talk about philosophy of movies and everything and they also do one in South Park hmm and they're talking about how the show kind of fell apart after the 2016 election.
2: no. Mm,
0: yeah, well, they... so if you, I'm not sure what your opinion of South Park is nowadays, but Oh, I've 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 always enjoyed South Park from the moment it began and just because they're not afraid to just say whatever, you know? Like it, it they don't really take any sides per se. You know they have the the creators have expressed their opinion before but the show itself holds no punches back from anyone and that's what I like about it so
1: okay so you still watch you still watch
0: religiously is what you're saying uh yeah I mean I I watch it when it comes out yeah okay like I
1: stopped watching that show and like the Simpsons Simpsons have gotten stale I I gave up on Simpsons Yeah. yeah um Family Guy sometimes I watch it out of curiosity Sometimes the humor's just way too left field.
0: Sometimes. Well, the thing, but, with, yeah. the thing with Family Guy is, um, I I I appreciated it when it first came out, and then it just, to me, it just seemed repetitive. But I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time. But every once in a while, like if I'm back in the states or just on YouTube or something, and I come across a Family Guy video from a recent season, I'll give it a watch and go, like, okay, it's. It's I can still see why it's popular, you know. But yeah,
1: but anyway, the reason why I bring up uh, South Park Park. and Wisecrack, they did an episode about how, uh, like, one thing I really respect Trey Parker and Matt Stone for is they have this very, this this really good writing process Mm. that how they they keep their stories flowing and it feels kind of like an organic uh, storytelling.
0: Yeah, it's not forced. Um,
1: Because South Park used to be just episodic. Like, it would just be episode by episode. Like, Mm -hmm. this episode's about, uh, I don't know, Cartman becoming a Mormon or something, right? Or the one episode about Mormonism or whatever. Um, But then they started to change it a bit, and they started to make it more serialized, where the episode would follow the other episode, and then the next episode... And so what they would usually do whenever they started this writing process was they'd start this kind of this train process of these these three words or but because therefore. And, you know, for example, you'd say Cartman wants to. I don't know what, what is something he wants. He wants to become a YouTube star, yeah. but he doesn't have any money. Therefore, he gets a job, you know, and you just mm-hmm. keep on going and going and going. Because, because this happens, this has to happen, therefore that happens. And so it's a really good process that keeps on going and going and going. And um, you probably know, if, if you follow the creators on South Park, how they make the show. Yeah. They, they uh, what is it, it's like a couple of weeks before uh, the show airs, they work really like quickly to like produce an episode because like they kind of just like capture like what's popular right now well
2: sometimes they...
0: the the few days before or the day before <sighs> you know
1: right yeah you know? sometimes the few days before which is kind of insane and i was watch. i mean i've been watch a lot of their uh making of and how they make it and, like they always talk about how they're they just you, trey parker talks about how he goes home and he just looks awful because hmm. like, <laughs> like he's been like like he looks like he's been drugged out on cocaine or something for like an entire day. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the point was is he uh, when the twenty sixteen election happened, there was for for a while there everybody was kind of expecting that Hillary was going to win because no. everybody's sort of like yeah it's, Hillary's probably going to win, no. and then all of a sudden Trump won, you know, and, and like, then oops. <laughs> Well, yeah, what, what happened was is that, of course, you know, Jerome's obviously going to be part of, because you know, he's the most talked about person in the world right now. Um, of course, he makes the show. And, <laughs> you know, because, oh, yeah, I, I guess I forgot to mention this. The Trey Parker and Matt Stone's writing process, they always have to say you have to do everything on their show it has to be, but because therefore. If you always say, and then this happened, it means you're fucked. Yeah. That means you're just you're adding something new to it that has nothing to do that correlates with anything. So you never want to have a, a point in your story when you just say and then aliens come.
0: Like what? Well, like there are aliens here. That's kind of happened though with Trump becoming yeah, president. Yeah, that's what so. happened with <laughs>
1: Trump. That's why they made a big mistake. That's why a lot of people said that the the, the some of the seasons there what the episodes they went downhill because they had to keep on saying and then trump won like no way he didn't actually win i mean no you know he did or they they set it up to like where they said like uh and then hillary wins because they they had this big setup of you know the yeah. way the news cycle is working right but then yeah then they had to write and then trump won but
0: out of nowhere i don't know you would still think though that they would they would have a backup plan just in case, just if, if the off chance that he won, which he did, you know, they would be somewhat prepared for it. But, you know, they're, they're used to throwing something together at the last minute anyway. So they, they were able to I thought they were able to recover somewhat quickly. Um, now, I, I actually, to be honest with you, I don't think that particular season was all that great. Uh, because okay, so you, you know
1: you know what I'm talking about. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: I, I know exactly. I think seasons since then have improved because they've, they've they they kinda... got
1: back onto the therefore,
0: but because yeah, exactly, trained, so. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. I, I like though. The, uh, did you watch the last season at all?
2: No, no? I haven't. I haven't, they, I haven't. kept
0: up. They they kind of change. It's not necessarily serialized or episodic. It's a it's a hybrid of both. So each episode it's episodic, but they'll bring back. Elements from previous ep- the previous week's episode or two weeks episode or something in there. So there's some parts of it that are serialized, but it's still it, it's gone back to being episodic now.
1: Okay. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they learned their lesson. I, yeah. don't, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't
0: know. I enjoyed the last season. So, but you, you check it out if if you get a chance.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, it's always good to. Uh, I always like watching things about um, how people interpret the news. Because, I mean, they're basically always about this... kind of the satire of... uh, I believe... Modern media. I mean, that's basically what this show is. The new podcast I'm making, so...
0: Yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing they attacked last season was uh, Amazon. Um, And uh, they had Jeff Bezos as this, like, big-brained, alien-looking guy with a... But basically, his big head had a butt crack in the back of it. But, you know... And they made him sound like real high-pitched, Gollum-esque voice, you know, and it was, you know, he, p- portraying him as a supervillain, pretty much, but um, right. in, in a comedic way. And you know? Jeff Bezos, who would have guessed, right? Of, yeah, if you look at the dude, like, 20, 30 years ago, and you're like, this guy? Really? But now, yeah, he's he almost has a Lex Luthor sort of image to him, Is you a, know?
1: Like, there was a time when, like, Amazon was only a bookstore. Like, you could only buy books from it. Yeah. Like, you should like go to the Wayback Machine and check out Amazon.com to see like what the first web page looks like. It's man, kind of
0: funny. Man, the internet even just 20 years ago was a com- completely different. You know? Yeah, and uh,
1: GeoCities and all that. Yeah. But yeah. No, there was like a lot of times when you'd see Jeff Bezos in the news and like he'd be losing millions of dollars and he'd still be smiling. You're
0: Like, why are you smiling? <laughs> That's that's. I read an article recently. That's actually how Amazon succeeded so much, is because he would lose money, but the way he lost the money would get him money later on. If that makes any sense, I, I forgot the exact. Oh, it's it, kind of yeah. like uh, lose money now Strice, to get money. Strice effect or something? No, not, uh, maybe not that. Yeah, I don't know. If that's not, That's it. something different. Yeah, it's it. It's in a similar way, like. Uh, the action that you want, it <clears throat> ends up being the opposite. Will happen. No, but he. I think what he did was. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's necessarily in investing, which I'm sure he did. But he would spend money. And lose it to make it to make more later. So, if the, I sometimes that doesn't necessarily work, but uh, for him obviously it did. So, but now he's he's you know in his own sort of bullshit that's going on, so... is he richer than Bill Gates now? Yeah, he's the richest guy in the world. But, well, now that with his divorce... With his divorce, um, he's losing half of his money, so his his ex-wife is now becoming one of the richest women in the world, but... um, I think even with losing half of his fortune, he's still... The richest, He's still at least in the top five, I think, yeah. Yeah. I I didn't even know he caught up to to Bill Gates and you know... um, all those people so I was I was actually kind of surprised oh wow he's he's quite rich uh, give me some of that money but uh... like, well, Bill Gates all he does nowadays is he's just like he's a
1: th- philanthropist right mm. he, he doesn't even work for Microsoft anymore
0: yeah he, uh, he's kind of just fallen into the background doesn't really do much anymore and if you notice mm-hmm. though in this whole um, like all these big tech companies that are you know people that that are in the news and that people are attacking for privacy concerns and all this. Microsoft seems to have kind of fallen under that radar. Like there no no one's attacking Microsoft for the things they're attacking Apple or Amazon or Google about, you know. Why is that? You know why? Either it's because they're not doing the same things or pe-
1: I mean, the goodest thing under the radar. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, they're just <laughs> Microsoft's old news, so you know who cares. Who even,
1: who even is the CEO of Microsoft? I don't even know. I'll have to look it up.
0: Yeah, I, I used to know, but then I, then I didn't care enough to remember. <laughs> well, wait, well, we we do left know, a good impression. I, I think it's Jim
1: Windows. Wow. Okay, Sat. I can't even pronounce this name, Satya Nadelia. No, no clue, so... He's a he's an American business executive from India.
0: Hmm. Hmm, hmm, okay. I... So, it's a Click Farms, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I was gonna say, is did he used to work for uh, Zynga Games? All the... Zynga Games? Was yeah. that a big Indian company? No, that was like, um... Before... Before Facebook started, um... Before they had the news feed and and getting, all of that stuff rolling. The thing that most people did on Facebook were play these Zynga games like Farmville and. Oh okay, yeah, right, yeah. So, I used to. I think that's the first time I ever blocked a family member on Facebook because they kept sharing this stupid Farmville shit, and I was like, you know, I'm 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 done, I'm done with you. So.
1: Hey, come be a part of my mafia, my mafia wars.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I just. What? I'm good yeah I, I ended up deleting my uh, original Facebook account and I was off it feels so good, and doesn't it It was great. It was great <laughs> and after like six months i I made a new one, but I only did it just to be friends with family back home because that's the only yeah. media they wouldn't they wouldn't download any other way to communicate so I was like, okay. If I want to keep in touch with these people, I have to use Facebook. Like, God damn it! <laughs> but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't. I don't do think that. you have to worry about Facebook now. It's becoming a wasteland now. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't well, think you need to worry too much. Well, everyone's going to uh, the gram, aren't they? Instagram.
1: I guess so. I mean, it's Snapchat less, or... less, less opinions now. You just look at pictures.
0: Uh, well, I mean, for me, I just put up uh, pictures of things that I like to look at. You know, oh
1: right. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it seems like it's becoming more of like an international thing, where it's just mm-hmm. showing people pictures versus you know, um, like Facebook was all just about like writing some post and how many likes you can get. Actually, there was there was a time when there wasn't
0: even a like button,
1: believe it or not.
0: Mm. And then there was uh, like the now it's reactions, you know, so wow or laughing or whatever. And but oh the, yeah, the, the, the more one reactions they deemed appropriate yeah the one thing that everyone wanted was a dislike button and they never gave it so yeah
1: i think, I think facebook was probably worried about the dislike button because it would it'd make them put, it would put them in the news all the time like mark zuckerberg upload a status five thousand dislike
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> like one like
2: What's and everybody name? would know who that is you know
0: exactly yeah <laughs> um but then you have uh, MySpace Tom, like laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, like he's he's enjoying his retirement now. He's he he, ca- he cashed out on MySpace and now he's like pursuing a, his photography hobby and just
2: <laughs> the funniest
0: thing. Uh like you look at pictures of tom because he was everybody's
1: friend on on myspace yeah and like you go to his his myspace account and none of the other pictures look like that one picture that's his facebook profile yeah it's like wait this is the same guy yeah. probably like do a conspiracy
0: video of, like how it's two people or something i'm i'm pretty sure there's there's all sorts of um Conspiracy theories about everything. That's that's all the internet is now is porn conspiracy theories and social media, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. What is it, what's his
1: name? Shane Dawson seems to be doing a lot of those conspiracy theory videos. I haven't even watched any of those.
0: Yeah, like so the the biggest the silliest one I think in the past few years has been like the flat earth is you know, the earth is flat. People and like yeah, I don't know if people are Jumping on that just to troll everybody, or if they legitimately believe the Earth is flat? I and now they've even taken it a step further, and there are people saying that this, like, space itself is fake. You can't prove. Well, sp- I'm like, what? There pe- well, there's been you, people. If you
1: think about it, I mean, you have to be pretty rich to get out of the Earth because I mean, gravity is pretty, pretty hard to fight gravity, you mm. know. <laughs>
0: Uh, my theory is we're just the the entire earth is a glass dome on top of a giant space turtle floating in in space so in the story of it oh that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know i i want to like that story i really do but
0: did you see the uh, 2017 it i i tried watching it on a on a flight to on a flight. Yeah, yeah the best flight. Place. Flight to America. That's and I, I was... Flight's uh,
1: always the best place to watch
0: movies. But well, yeah. Yeah, you had nothing else to do, right? And I don't know, like... I I guess I was just tired, but I fell asleep and I missed most of it and I was like, I'll just watch it later and I just haven't gotten around to watching it, so...
1: Well, I, I have a lot of problems
0: with it, so, yeah, I don't think you're missing much. Well, I don't think the new clown... Uh, the clown form of, of it is that all that scary. Like, the tim curry it clown is the creepiest looking thing for me yeah that thing is creepy because he
1: seems like a legit clown like the new pennywise he doesn't seem like he just seems like he's made to be scary yeah yeah he's it's kind of like uh annabelle the that doll from the conjuring series it's like has like this really morose looking face and like these uh pigtails and it looks really threatening right But the actual doll that it's based on, it's like a Raggedy Ann doll. Oh, really?
0: Like, to me, that's, like, that's much more creepier, but... Yeah, I mean, it's like um, Chucky from Child's Play. The original Child's Play movie, you know, he... Actually, the creepiest part of the doll is when he's not the psychotic killer, but when he's just, like, the... Hey, Billy, let's play! You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. it has those, like, dead doll eyes, you know, so...
1: Well, yeah, it's the juxtaposition. You know, mm-hmm. it's not supposed. It's not supposed to be. Uh, what is it? It's not supposed. A cute doll is not supposed to be evil. That right. Sort of
0: thing. Right. Now, um, there's one movie I've seen uh, people talking about. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I hear it's uh, it's good. Is uh, Us by Jordan Peele? Have you? Oh, that it? one.
1: Yeah, just came out. Yeah, I mean, it just came out, right? So it'll take forever to get here unless you want to watch a cam version. Yeah. You know, secretly online,
0: <laughs> right? Right. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I, I'd like to see that. But to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of horror recently. But I did see the new Halloween that came out last year. I was that. I haven't I, checked it out. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because it kept to the old style formula, but not repeating any any hacky stuff like it, it was it was fresh i felt it was really fresh i felt it was a bit too short though it could have actually gone on a bit longer but
1: right well the only thing i don't like about that one i mean i probably will watch it eventually but david gordon green what did he do I'm looking at the director hmm. i think he's a good director pineapple express yeah i enjoyed that <laughs> went from pineapple express to halloween all right Um. Yeah. No. uh, What's really chronologically confusing about this? It's like this isn't just Halloween. There's like there's tons of franchises out there nowadays that are just like they're so chronologically confusing, because this is Halloween, the sequel to Halloween, but not the sequel to Halloween that came out in the '70s.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And then the Rob Zombie Halloweens. Oh yeah. Just forget those ever existed. Yeah, yeah, the man. Rob Zombie
1: Halloweens, yeah, those aren't canon yeah. to this version of Halloween.
0: <laughs> that's that's like all these new, all these Spider-Man movies that are I'm like, uh, I just, I, into I, the Spider Verse. Well, yeah, I just, I just kind of gave up on superhero movies. Like, I I liked X-Men as a kid, and I was like, okay. I'll watch the X-Men movies, but once a, a, anything else after that, I'm just, uh, I, I can't keep up. Like all this Avengers, like I, I never got into it so uh
1: i just, I, just only, I only pay attention to the ones that get good reviews like if there's enough talk on the internet about it yeah. enough jokes then I'll, I'll probably go see it oh. uh the last good superhero show is legion i think i guess if you see one see that one
0: yeah i don't what, what's is legion what, what's in
1: that um legion's kind of i guess it's x-men really hmm. but it's by the guy who did uh his name is Noah Hawley, hmm. who directed the, the Fargo TV show.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's good. I enjoy that.
1: And so Professor Xavier's son, he has a son named uh, shit. I remember his name. I don't remember the character's name, but his name is David, and <laughs> the sh- that's his real name. Hmm. And he has like these huge like uh, metaphysical
0: problems
1: like he can't tell like the difference between reality and uh fantasy and things like that well, that's that's scary to live a life like yeah that, no man. it's, it's really get... well put together um because it's it's like a head trip i'm mean, gonna watch that show because like supposedly he's like he's being uh tortured by some like brain parasite or something, and it's like telling him what to do, and he's not sure if it's the parasite telling him. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a really well, visually told, uh, very well put together show for how confusing the story really is. The second season gets a little stale at certain points, Hmm. but I still think it's a relatively good show.
0: And I, I, the thing about these superhero shows now is even if they're good I don't want to i almost don't want to invest in it if they're just gonna cancel them they're just gonna cancel them you know like punisher oh yeah i'm gonna watch punisher oh it's only two seasons Uh, why bother you know well
1: you you gotta thank disney for that but yeah well i I guess supposedly disney just bought out fox because i think they're trying to introduce the x-men to the new avengers film
0: Ah, like, okay, because th- that that's was the only intellectual know. property they didn't have was was X-Men, right? I yeah, because they couldn't the get Marvel.
1: X-Men. That yeah. belonged to Fox, so now that they, they have some of the X-Men, because they paid a lot of money to Sony for Spider-Man because they really wanted him in the next Avengers film. Right, right. Or at least that's what the... Uh, we found this out after uh, North Korea hacked Sony Picture Classics. And revealed all that information to us. Mm. Thank you, North Korea. Yeah, I guess is
0: that the uh, the premise behind the interview? <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. I mean, you know the interview, right? You
1: remember that the whole story back when it broke in twenty fourteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they they got hacked. I think in twenty fourteen. I think it was twenty fourteen. I can't even remember the timeline anymore. Basically, you know, like the best don't timeline. show. No. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't show this movie anywhere, or we're going to set up bombs in theaters or something. I can't remember what kind of threat they made, but...
0: They can't even successfully shoot a missile over Japan. I mean, what makes you think they're going to bomb movie theaters in America?
1: Right, yeah. right. Well, I don't know. Supposedly they said they had the technology to do it, but then Trump said he didn't believe him, right. but yeah. even though they had information saying he could, but... I don't know. What do I know? I don't even pay. It's like hard to like pay attention to American politics nowadays because I just feel so disconnected from it.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it's like I don't really know how to really feel anymore.
0: Well, the the only thing, you remember what was it? Uh, wasn't last year. It was, was it two years ago when when he was shooting those missiles over here? Like the very first time that happened, and you get that alert on your phone. It says, "I thought, oh no, it's another earthquake." Wait, that doesn't really sound like the earthquake tone and you look and I look at my phone and it said there's a missile that has been shot over from North Korea and I go oh the Japanese one yeah yeah I just go yeah oh I don't I didn't even know how to react I'm like um okay so is this oh, you mean like when the first one came the by. very the very very first yeah time I remember I, that yeah it's like oh okay is this um is this is this gonna happen now like I didn't even feel any emotion I was just like all right we're done this is how it ends. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that yeah. was the weirdest experience ever. It's like, should I be
1: scared or yeah. should I be preparing for something? It's like, it just seems like it's the said, news is freaking out, yeah, but it's, everybody's it's, saying, "No, nah, you'd be
0: fine." I said, "Take take shelter immediately," and I go, "Well, I kind of where? Where am I going to go?" You know? <laughs> that,
1: yeah, I don't think Japan's really ready for nuclear war. I don't know.
0: You would think the only country to ever be nuked ever is not is, you know <laughs> did not set up any yeah you know yeah what's, in, what's
1: interesting about that statement though is you could technically say that japan's the only post-apocalyptic uh country in the world yeah you know
0: and I, i've been to hiroshima and it seems like a nice place so it's have you i've never yeah, been yeah, there yeah i went about 10 years ago but i, I don't know maybe it was just compared to living in Utsunomi and, and, be, and seeing Tokyo, when I went to Hiroshima I thought, oh, everything looks really clean and new. I go, hmm, oh yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. yeah. Put two and two together.
0: Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is where
1: Hadashi uh, no Gan takes place. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> if I, you've read that manga. Uh,
0: no, but I, I kind
1: of... You should see it. You should read it. It's good.
0: I I may have heard a, a story about it. It's like uh, two kids who are running away from the...
1: What no, happened? it's just one guy. It's just oh, okay. his name is Gen and yeah. uh, he survives the earthquake and not earthquake, uh, <laughs> nuclear exp- explosion. Yeah. It's pretty gruesome. I mean, it starts off as this kind of like happy manga, and then he, he's looking at his sister's face or some girl's face, and it just like melts away in front of his face. Jesus like Christ, whoa,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how it starts. Just being there was was really sobering. Like seeing the dome, you know that that yeah, was and yeah. and like there's a statue where the a shadow was burned into the the ground and everything and that that was that was really surreal seeing that but otherwise it's it's a really nice city um I enjoyed I enjoyed going there so
1: they they keep the genbaku dome there because uh I guess the Japanese feels like a remembrance of not wanting to return to its war past that's because usually like when you have like war memorials or kind of like statues or whatever it's supposed to symbolize something right right
0: yeah I mean that's the really the only building that they've, they've kept everything else around it is is Gone. yeah it, it's a park now you know like there's a supposedly hmm. there's this big mound and it said this is where a lot of dead children are buried I go hmm uh, that's that's a bit Bit sad. Yeah, a bit sad yeah. and morbid but okay i guess like, yeah <laughs> I, I was
1: i was watching something about china about how they have like the remains of old buildings and places that were destroyed by the europeans or the japanese or whatever and the reason for why they keep them there is like as a reminder you know like we got to keep out the foreign invaders or something i can't remember the exact yeah but well, I'm pretty sure that's the message they're trying to send people.
0: Yeah, I mean, part of me, I, you know, I, I'm a history fan, so part of me is like, yeah, keep these sort of things um, around for remembrance, right, as historical evidence. And right. It's something that kind of uh, pissed me off when I heard that um, the Taliban, back in the 90s, when they took power, they blew up this big, giant statue of Buddha that was carved into a mountain or something um that was it'd been there for thousand uh you know over a thousand years i guess and it, they just were like nope get rid of it blow it up you know it's like why why would you like you, just because you don't believe in that still has historical you know if significance
1: they were, yeah if they're muslim they didn't they weren't Buddhists. Oh, I don't
0: know. That, that, <laughs> hmm, hmm, you it might have right. something to do with it.
1: But yeah, but like, who's that guy? I don't know. But you don't see I don't that... like him looking at me like that.
0: Well, but then you have like a place in, in Syria which uh, I forgot the, the name it was like some ancient ruin that um, had been there since I think around the Roman times and um, the Syrian government is as, as bad as they are still protected it, but it was the... Uh, I think ISIS blew it up or something, so... Oh. It's like, yeah, goddamn ISIS. Always ruining our historical monuments. Yeah, well, that's the problem with history,
1: yeah. is history only remembers the winner. That's the bad part. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you get a lot of these people fighting for the first place,
0: and, you know, the way they want to be remembered, quote-unquote. And, and you yeah, know, that always makes me realize that history is written by the winners but what it always makes me think well what if this side won it would be completely different mm-hmm. history like if um, for example you know the americans had the revolution oh is the the american revolution and we we fought the the british and we won and you know we formed our nation but what if we lost we would all you know the they would be terrorist pretty much that's what they would be called in history books. Yeah, if, yeah, if they
1: lost, uh, if they lost the co- what is it, the, colon- the colonists? Hmm. Colonists. Yeah, the colonists. And, yeah. yeah, if they lost the the war against um, England, yeah, probably be remembered as we're still a British colony. We probably have the queens on our currency.
0: We'd be like Canada, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Yeah, or yeah. like Australia or something. Yeah,
0: which I I don't. That's what I don't get. They're they're Commonwealth nations but they have, they have really no political ties back to England anymore, but they still have her on their currency. Like, okay. I don't know.
1: Maybe it was too much of a hassle for England to take care of. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. They, they're probably pretty busy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, you can change a currency quite easily, you know. I mean, look, look at yeah. dollar bills from 20 years ago and look at, like, the $20 bill from the 90s and the $20 bill now. Like, there's so many colors on it now. Like, holy, okay. I don't yeah, even I don't really recognize the that. money anymore, but...
1: It, it's it... almost kind of funny. It looks like, like, Monopoly money. Like, a huge 20 written on the back
0: of it. with a huge 100 yeah. and text on the back. Have you seen, like, the, the stuff on the inside? You hold it up to the light and there's, you know, like... It's to prevent... Counterfeiting the, Ill- the Illuminati. Yeah. Hey, that's still on the one dollar bill, and that that yeah. uh, that that little spider owl thing. I don't know if it, do, you, yeah. do you know what what's I'm talking about? That? Yeah, because uh, someone showed me that in grade school, and like, nah come on. There's no like owl or, or spider on there And then I look at oh, <laughs> like, they're, they're, what's they're that one? Bid. Or like,
1: take the twenty dollar bill, and they predicted nine eleven. <laughs> this yeah. is the, the plane hitting the two
0: towers. Like, come on, man. Have you seen that though? Like, they actually fold I have seen they it. Fold yeah. it, and you're like, oh, well, that looks pretty legit. But yeah, uh, look into yeah. it. Look into it. You know, I, I don't get I don't get that stuff.
1: It's just this hilarious. Like, I wonder what was going through their minds. And like, they said, well, we gotta have something different. How about a pyramid with an eye on it? Isn't that cool? Like, I'm sure there's a reason for it. You wouldn't just, like, put it on there for no reason. Um, the Eye of Horus. yeah. That's... Is it the Eye of Horus? Is that's, that what that that's, is? That's
0: what it is, the Eye of Horus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what... yeah, I it's... guess that's
1: what it is. I think...
0: Why the Eye of Horus? I think it's a Freemasonry symbol. A lot of the Founding Fathers are Freemasons. Oh. But, hmm. but What's if... A...
1: If, if How you, would you define a Freemason? Oh, I don't know. I've actually
0: looked that up. Well, if you, it's a secret. It's a fraternal secret society. That's all it is. It started off as stonemasons, and they just kind of developed into a fraternal society. There, there's other fraternal societies like um, the Elks Lodge, and you know, Rotor, I think is the Rotary Club considered one too? I don't know, but there, is there's this like lo- what Bohemian Grove is based on?
1: I don't, you know what that is right. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've, I've heard that. I, I don't think. I don't think so. But I can yeah. tell you that Bohemian Grove doesn't exist because probably Trump would have tweeted about it by
1: now. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a, one of the great things about living, knowing the Trump presidency today. I swear, probably the presidency has been more transparent than
0: it's ever been. Right. Right. I mean, say what you will about him, but he he says what's on his mind, and uh... like more than I actually really needed to know. But yeah. I... <laughs> To me, I, my favorite thing is all these nicknames he comes up with about people. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, sometimes it's so great. So well, it's so grade school, though. Like, Adam Schiff, little Adam shit. Like, yeah, you know. But it's like, God, the, the, how petty! How petty is and he's the fucking leader of the United States, and he's on Twitter calling people shitheads. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, that's what I like well, about. It. I just it's it's funny to me.
1: Well, this, well, the the thing that kind of bothers me now is just like, wow, is this what because you know i've I've had this conversation before with another guest in why come to Japan, but you remember like the JFK Nixon uh, debates, right? That was like yeah. the first televised debate. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why JFK won or they they were what people predict or theorize that or they I guess they know, I don't know by data or something. They say he won because he looked better than Nixon did
0: well, on yeah. TV. Well, if you if if you look at it, Nixon is like he's sweaty, he's he's unshaven, you know. he's... I mean, he doesn't look presidential because in that time they're just used to radio, you know. So right, so we're, right, we're right. On, there on TV,
1: I've seen it, but I don't remember thinking, "Wow, Nixon looks so bad." But I guess I didn't watch the entire thing.
0: So, oh. and the. I don't even know what the resolution of TV was back then like less than 140p maybe <laughs> it was it was low Probably. I don't even think YouTube has an option to get that low but um, so
1: but yeah the thing th- about that that yeah. means to me yeah. what's up
0: I was going to say your point is that the image, Yeah my point is yeah.
1: now with like Trump on Twitter
0: every president's going to have to do the Twitter thing now if you look that's... at Yeah if you look at the other candidates running against him most of them are on social media I mean they're like tweeting like um, what's, what's the guy Andrew Yang the um, the guy wanting to give the universal basic income he's, he's mm-hmm. active on social media um, Kamala well, Harris, what's, what's
1: uh, interesting is I remember reading some newspaper not too long ago where uh, what's his name um, not Nancy Pelosi the other guy Chuck Schumer Schumer, no. like he was making some announcements on Twitter, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what world am I living in now? And now we're making announcements via
0: Twitter. You know? that, that's all. Like on some news websites, they yeah. don't even write an article. All they do is just like, <laughs> like yeah, you're ac- right. According that's to all a- they do. According to Twitter. Like, Trump says something that outrages people on Twitter, like, why is this news? Who the fuck cares about what someone on Twitter thinks? You know, like, who cares what I think, or who cares what anyone on Twitter yeah, thinks? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Twitter. But apparently that's that's newsworthy these days.
1: Yeah, right? no, it's newsworthy now. Yeah. And that's how everybody... I think it's, like, it's the equivalent of fireside chats now, like what uh, yeah. Roosevelt did back in... Uh, world war Two, so it's taking its place
0: The internet's not just a playground anymore part, part part of me is excited to see how the the future of technology is going to change the way we communicate and the other part of me is thinking how the fuck did we get to this where we're yeah no you know, i'm
1: i'm <laughs> i know? i feel the same way <laughs> yeah like you see all this automation stuff it's like wow it's not like gonna be fascinating being able to automate all this stuff but at the same time, you're like, man, think about all the mistakes we're gonna have to go through, all the, all the automation mistakes. I mean, we're seeing them today, you know.
0: Did you see that uh, recent video that uh, Boston Dynamics put out? It's like these ostrich-like robots at a shipping warehouse, like lifting boxes and rolling over and putting them on pallets and whatnot. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Like
1: the if you saw the Black Mirror episode, Metalhead, mm. those little robot things.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Well, I mean, this this yeah. video just came out yesterday. The, these look like Roller ostriches. What's it know. called? Boston what? Boston Dynamics. They have a YouTube channel. Just go there and you can see it. It's um, it's like these um. Well, I First say, thing comes up. Yeah, well, I say ostrich, but it's very bird-like in the way these things look.
1: Huh. Ah, yeah. they call them a
0: dog. Well, they they do have the the dog things as well, and that that one. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, I see why you're calling them an the ostrich. They have yeah. like this head. Yeah, it's like a it things up. Yeah, it's kind of bird birdish, but uh, it's not really ostrich. But that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw it. Yeah,
1: you tell James Cameron to eat it. I don't know. <laughs> and they're kind you're of st- you, you, you get that reference right? Yeah, yeah. Terminator. Okay. <laughs> So well, I don't have to explain well,
0: that. Also, Boston Dynamics is basically Skynet. I mean, that's what they're going to turn into. You know. Huh. I don't. I mean. I hope not. Well, let's hope they just don't become self-aware. I mean, it's going to happen. I don't know if it's. I mean. Is that singularity is that what they call it? Singularities. I think it's uh... There's two different things I've heard about the singularity. Uh, Ray Ray Carswell is the one who came up with with that this singularity theory, but. Um, yeah, it's like basically everything is so connected that we all just become one, you know. Um everything's oh, well, what what's what was that uh, Johnny Depp movie where he dies and becomes this AI thing?
1: I didn't I think I know which one you're talking about. I didn't yeah. see it. It's Trans Transcend Tra- Transcendence or Transcendence or something. Transcendence, yeah. Uh. I know what you're talking about. I heard too many bad things about it so I didn't waste my time.
0: Right. But the concept behind it, that's that's uh I think that's the point people are making. Whether it's a good movie or not, eh, who who knows, but mm. so it's like pick your pick your ideal future, a dystopian sort of blade runner looking future or one where we're all controlled by our robot overlords, you know.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it's hard to say. I mean, that's I guess that's why these uh, pieces of media exist, yeah, as, a, as a warning, quote-unquote.
0: Well, I mean, you look at the books like 1984, Brave New World, those have been around for almost, well, not 100 years, well, uh, Brave New World's almost 100 years, but... Right. Uh, well, let me ask you something. Have you read Brave New World? It's crazy, man. Like... I, you have. I, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a more, seems lighter than 1984, but to me it's just as sinister. It it's actually seems a bit more sinister than 1984. So
1: what what exactly is that about? Because I read 1984 and I had no problem reading that, but every time I try to start reading Brave New World, I like I either fall asleep or I'm like, I lose
2: interest yeah. in the story. Ba-
0: ba- basically, the basic premise is it's like the government... Has this like um, this drug that they give to the people that just makes it's like a happy thing? Like, oh, we're everything's nice and happy, and we're there's no worries in the world. And you think, oh, that that sounds nice, yeah, but it's it's basically a drug that just dumbs down the population, and so they don't worry about anything else that's going on, you know. So right. It's. And that's essentially just the story. I mean, that's that's the the basic um, that's the basic Bare, That's the cliff notes? The very bare-bones sort of thing to it, yeah. So. And cliff notes. You remember those? Yes. You had to search out of cliff notes back when you were in school? Yep, and, and uh, the teacher would know if you uh, if you only read the cliff notes. If you had to write a, yeah. a, a book report about something.
1: Yeah, well now you could just go on the internet, read the entire book, or find out the ending right away.
0: Yeah, I remember it was back in, not high school, but when I was in college, um, professors would start, we're starting to catch on, like, and don't just do your research by going to fucking Wikipedia, you know, and I'm like, oh, they, they've caught on to Wikipedia now, haven't they? But that was, yeah, that was a while ago, that was, but even, you know, Wikipedia's always had that sort of reputation of, yeah, I don't trust much on Wikipedia, yeah, here's something I want
1: to talk to you about because you're an American. I can have this conversation with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, like, when you're here in Japan, you've taught in schools, right? Like, uh, you've been yeah. to Japanese schools. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting, like you, you probably know that most Japanese schools. Correct me if you, I'm wrong on this. Like, sometimes they have this really, really old equipment, or they, or they take place, or they're in these really, really old buildings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And everything basically has this old feel to it. <laughs> like they still use chalkboards, they still uh Yep. No, you're you're right. I mean, they still use like old uh what is it? tape recorders, things like that. But versus like in the states, like whenever you have something old, like maybe let's say a vhs player or something right it's kind of seen like the school is poor versus like in japan if they have something old it means it's like a foundation or it's, it's authentic
0: it's, or something it's a legacy yeah yeah exactly do you do you, do you understand what i'm saying here does know, that make sense yeah yeah i know what you're saying and it's it's weird the the school that i have taught at before was was really weird because they had like they still had the chalkboards, like the blackboard using Yeah, chalk. yeah, yeah. That's but, what I used to But right next to it, instead of an overhead you know those really old style overhead projectors where you put the yeah, the yeah. the slide or the the clear paper on or something? Well instead of that they have a smart board that you can just go up and touch. You know those smart boards where you have like yeah, a digital yeah. marker and you could can... So it's like it's such a weird mix and then you have, like, these um, these really... They still use fax machines, but then right next to it, there's yeah. all these, like, iPads for the kids to use, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, what, no, it's what, like, what it's like
1: Terry it's... Gilliam, you know? <laughs> the old mixed with the new. Yeah, but that's
0: that's Japan in a nutshell, though. You, you go look at the architecture. You have, like, old, old temples or even just old buildings in general next to something brand new, you know? And it's just... At least up here where I'm at, that's, that's kind of what you see. You see the new right next to the old and there's right. Right.
1: I don't know how to like really quite eloquently say this, but I mean, it's sort of like how I think what the idea is in America is that I think it's because it's such a new country. I think maybe the attitude is sort of like, well, we have to have something new all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. where it's like, I remember, cause you remember, maybe you read about the teachers' strikes that were going on in the States recently yeah you heard right about those
0: we, yeah i mean that's that sort of happens it comes and goes you know there's there's been many of these teacher strikes throughout the right but... well i
1: mean well i mean i was reading i was reading about a bunch of them and a lot of them were complaining about like they have the the textbooks they have the the, the president they have in that book is bush they say the president of the united states is george w bush and i was thinking huh, this is not something you see in Japan. They still use the same damn fucking textbook. Like maybe they update it, but when they do update it, they just switch everything around and you're like, wait a minute,
0: this is the same thing they used like 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, do you know, like textbooks in the US, how that's really dictated by almost one state's board of education. And that's... Is it? Yeah, state of Texas board of education, whatever, because... Is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure... Why? And Texas is like number two in terms of population behind California. So, is it? Yeah, there's a lot of people there, but for some reason, it's the the state board of education what they deem is appropriate use of textbooks somehow dictates what most schools in the nation will use as their standard textbooks. Like
1: what's, what's the, I think textbook we
0: use is Houghton Mifflin. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um. It's been a while, so I, I can't confirm the. The publisher but um, that's yeah if you look in if you look into it people that's what a lot of people complain about because you know these uh, these guys who approve the textbooks to use in Texas public schools are a lot of them are like creationists and so like the science textbooks will have evolution in it but there's always like a caveat in there like some people believe that you know you're like really is this what're we're, we're gonna Give out to the the schools, but uh-huh. so they kind of uh, they kind of like subtly push in their bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, w- I went to a pretty conservative Christian. I lived in a pretty conservative Christian town, so all the, okay. the the teachers were fit that that mold, right? But even in the science class, you know, they would say, "Well, this is this is what the science says." Whether you may have your own beliefs, but this is what we have to teach. Like, all right, fair enough. At least you're not not teaching it, you know. But I just thought it was. Um, he 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 had to add that little caveat in there in his in his speech.
1: Well, some of those are actually quite funny. Like you're always watching these like programs that are really cheaply made, but like they're made to just like push like uh, Bible messages in there. I'm <laughs> I don't not know sure. if, like you're a watch
0: Bible man. Uh, or, uh... I'm not sure what's worse, those videos or those. Uh... Like the driver's ed videos that they would show you in driver's ed where it's like, don't be like Jeff and Louie who are, yes. who, are who, who have a, they have a car crash. And it's like some, something from the eighties, you know, like,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> actually, you probably, I probably could segue back into red letter media. You're you
0: watched you you watch them at all. I know about I know. them. I don't really watch them a lot, but I, I've seen, I've seen a few. I definitely know they, about them. Yeah, They did one episode mm-hmm. called wheel the
1: worst where they took a bunch of these old videotapes and they watched some of them and like gave their opinions about them and just some of them are so funny and they watch stuff like this yeah. like these religious videotapes or these ones about uh self-defense the right way you know like with these like horrible actors in it it's like some, it, some cheesy special effects that
0: with the synth soundtrack behind it like
1: Or like some short film by some guy you've never
0: heard of that is just
1: completely schlocky, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a great show. And like, I remember they had one of uh, they had one video called SOS. I forgot what it stood for, but it was basically it was like a creationist video. But it was here in Japan, and really, (laughs) they had like some of the funniest things in it. Like they were trying to prove that um like social darwinism wasn't true but they had to be able to communicate that without like having any words because he know it's, it's japan and they can't really say it within like in english yeah so like he picks up a bunch of things and he's like <laughs> like that's his way of telling people that their theory is is wrong <laughs> yeah yeah. Um I guess for your audio listeners, what I just did was I like, put my hip hands in the air like I was holding something, and then like you I just threw don't it away, care. yeah, yeah, um yeah, but what's funny about that is I was recently watching that video again. um, I guess this is unrelated what we're talking about or what I'm talking about, but um, I have a friend named matt Frank who d- who draws Godzilla, okay, comic books. And he wrote a comment on that video, and he says, "Yeah, thanks to this video, I now know about SOS." <laughs>
0: anyway, yeah, it's a little random um, tidbit. Have you seen the uh, the old couple rapping for Jesus? It's like these this old oh. it's this old white man and this old and his old white wife, and they're he's singing a hip hop song uh, for Jesus and. Oh, I, you just have to see it. It's just rapping for Jesus. Oh yeah, just just yeah. go to um, YouTube and just type in "old old white Christian raps for Jesus" or something, and you, it'll come up. So, all right, yeah.
1: Some of those, yeah, some of those Jesus programs are hilarious.
0: Have you seen Jesus Camp at all? The,
1: yeah, I've Jesus yeah. Camp. That yeah. that was in my area, Colorado. Oh, that was
0: in Colorado, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that's. Oh. Uh, I remember the community college I went to, they shared a parking lot with New Life Church. I've been there before. Yeah. In fact, I went there once. Back when my mother's friend was an evangelical.
0: Was an evangelical. So she's since.
1: Uh, well, I guess. Here's an interesting, uh, I guess, tidbit Mm. or something about my pedigree as a person. I mean, my mother first started off as like a pro. uh, Methodist? Mm. Like she went to Methodist, but she wasn't really seriously into religion. And then she met a friend who uh who was really like a an evangelical, you know, trying to convert people to PDF yeah. and stuff like that. But <laughs> um And then eventually then she she became a Mormon after that. Wow, okay. And then uh we left the Mormon church and now we're I guess atheists. I don't know. <laughs> So you,
0: you've you actually been to, like, a Mormon like, yeah, church? Yeah, I've been to a Mormon church. I was wow. baptized, too. Wow. Because we had, like, one one or two Latter-day Saints um, churches in my town, but I I don't really know much about them other than, you know, the things but I've South seen. South Park told Yeah, seen yeah. on South Park. And even before that, just uh, I think my, my great-grandparents were – Latter Day Saints, but they they weren't they didn't really talk about it. They didn't even really go to church, so maybe it was sort of a unspoken. Oh, they would unspoken. they would be what they call, the Mormons call inactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what because there was always speculation. Because any time religion was ever brought up around my grandparents, it was just like we don't. You know. So I don't know, okay, but uh, I, apparently that's no. What they I can
1: I can uh, tell you. I mean, it's like bad science fiction, man. Yeah. It's really bad science fiction.
0: Well, isn't it like? They said there was like this lost tribe of Israel that came to Americans, like the Native Americans or something. The Native
1: Americans are the is- really the Israelis the whole time. Oh,
0: whoa. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they they escaped. And uh, yeah, that's that's what... Because like, the best way to describe it is um, the Book of Mormon is like part three of the Bible because you got the Old Testament you got the New Testament and then you got the Book of Mormon oh man <laughs> the Return of the Jedi of the Star Wars or the of the, the Bible right. Christian
0: Christian universe well, at least it's not uh, Revenge of the Sith so actually that was the that was Phantom Menace that's what I was gonna say yeah.
1: <laughs> Phantom Menace yeah at least it's not a prequel actually I think they do they have one of those too I forgot what that's called a pre- Doctor of Covenants a, pre- a prequel to the Bible what? yeah I think they have it's called the let me see if is, I can find it like they have three books they yeah. have three books the most popular one is Book of Mormon
0: of course yeah but there's the Doctrine and Covenants let me look it up I'm I'm just trying to picture a prequel to the to the Bible it's like was it just God chilling up in heaven like yeah I think I'd like to make a make a planet or a universe or something I mean, well, yeah okay. no
1: no it's just it's like that really I think yeah. it's called like I can't find it here uh, they had three other books. Like they have Book of Mormon, uh,
0: Doctrine, Doctrine of Covenants, mm. and uh, these names. So they—they they, it almost sounds like epic movies you could watch. You know, the Doctrine of Covenants, Harry yeah, Potter, Harry but... Potter and the Doctor Doctrine of Covenants, right?
1: Oh, okay, the Pearl of Great, yeah, it does sound like Harry Potter. The Pearl <laughs> of Great Price is the other one. <laughs> Nice. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Yeah. There's also Second Nephi. I forgot about that one. There's the Book of Mosiah, and there's the Book of Nephi. Hmm. Um. No, what the prequel to uh, the Bible? <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Um. The prequel is that supposedly Mormon beliefs believe that there's something called the pre-existence, okay. meaning you are alive before. You knew you were conscious in this world, okay. so. And here's the crazy thing: is is that when you're alive in the pre-existence, you choose the family you want to be with. But let's say you want you say, hmm, I want to have a very difficult life. So I want to be mentally disabled. So the way Mormons look at it is, if somebody's disabled, they chose that they wanted to be disabled
0: because they want to teach themselves something in this life. You know. You, that you, how, you know how bizarre that sounds to me, Be, and I say that because as a kid, yeah, I was like six, seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. That's I I just came up with this on my own. I just said I thought, yeah, what if we're we're just everlasting souls that get to choose our life every time? Like we die and we just go back and we say, okay, now I want to do this life or whatever. Like I, mm-hmm. I I never even heard of what what, what is. This, pre pre existence. Yeah, the pre existence. I never even that. No one had even said anything th- about that, and I just kind of my child mind thought, oh, it wasn't like I didn't believe it, but I thought, oh, what if that's true? I thought, well, if a if a seven year old kid could think of such a concept, you know, what does that say about that? But, but they, like I said, bad science fiction, man. <laughs> it was like, yeah, but then you got to break it down. And then it's like. Yeah, everyone who's mentally retarded chose to be mentally retarded. like, um, all right there, buddy. Yeah. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's that's uh, what they believe. But but the thing I think the biggest thing when I stopped believing was this when I started to learn about how there's many reorganizations
0: of the Mormon Church. I'm like, so how do you know which one's right? You can wear jeans or. Yeah, women can wear jeans now, right? Is, has that been amended? Or That's
1: a different... That's the, the older Mormon. Okay. okay.
0: There's so many different, like, versions of it. There's hundreds.
1: Because, yeah... Like, there's the ones that... There's the polygamist one, where, like, yeah. they still believe in... Mitt Romney. And, but the the mainstream one, that doesn't practice polygamy. Right. But there's also, like, reorganized ones that uh, that still do that, and others that don't. But...
0: Well, well, I mean, you know, that's... um. Mitt Romney's dad moved, yeah, moved yeah. to move to Mexico because of that very I think because of that very reason maybe I'm off off about really that, no but, I, I didn't but, know this
1: no, exactly. I mean I knew, are, they, I knew Mitt Romney was a Mormon but yeah but no his dad, his dad moved dad. to
0: Mexico because they they were being persecuted for their Mormon beliefs or something like that right well yeah. I mean I remember when he was he was going against Obama in
1: 2012 the magic underwear. No, not about the magic underwear. And I remember reading all these things about Romney and everybody was saying Mormonism is not Christianity.
0: <laughs> it's like we can't have a Mormon in the White House. It's so like we well, make up your mind America, would you rather have the Mormon or the Muslim, right? So, right? According to according to them. It's like who does it really matter cuz you look at Trump, I get he says he's a Christian. I don't come on. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think who he, knows? He, he he pays lip service to it. I don't think.
1: He seems like a Catholic. He seems like he's got the Catholic uh, uh, kind of build to him. Well, well, <laughs> At least what I associate built. with Catholicism.
2: <laughs> he, he just, <laughs> you
0: know, he, like like Tony Soprano I, I, or something.
1: Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like
0: that kind of thing. You know what I'm
1: saying? Uh, <laughs> like they're very religious, but they're they're like the like the mob boss, you
2: know. Yeah.
0: But it's like. Uh, <laughs> yeah I think during his campaign someone asked him like what's your favorite book of the bible he goes um that one the Corinthians one or something you know like (laughs) it's like come on dude like at least pretend like you know but I don't care I mean like yeah you could believe in the flying spaghetti monster and uh, okay flying spaghetti monster isn't
1: that like that's kind of a new thing isn't
0: it oh yeah it's a made up religion um but they they have all sorts of like religious imagery associated with you know like the Sistine Chapel instead of god it's like a big noodle monster you know and ever you you finish all of the sayings with ramen you know so it's just a it's a it's a gag yeah right right well i mean
1: it's it's kind of uh how you define this a uh <laughs> Wikipedia says, "Flying Church, the, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or the Pastafarianism." Yeah,
0: Pastafarianism yeah. is a social move. <laughs> it's a social movement. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well,
0: it's like how they they've deemed. Uh, I think it's England. They deemed Jediism uh, an actual religion. Oh, really? Yep. You can be, you can be a legit Jedi. Hmm. That would oh, so That'd be cool if you could actually have the powers of a Jedi, you know? But I guess you identify as a Jedi, but you can't do anything cool. So, okay. You just dress up in cosplay and go to the conventions. Is that is that all it entails, or what? I don't understand. Mm. So, But they recognize Jediism, but not Sithism, right? I mean, because I guess maybe Sithism might lead you yeah that's what bad.
1: kind of uh what weird thing about Star Wars nowadays is kind of how like' cause, like Disney bought the entire property and obviously like the Sith and I guess the Dark side or what are they called what's the dark side called they're S- they had a different name Sith I think they're sith not not just the Sith they're the was it Grand marth Tofkin or whatever the hell his name is uh,
0: uh oh, you that's the Empire, though I think
1: the Empire. Thank yeah. you. Hmm. Um, the Empire, because most uh, Star Wars is always about the Rebels versus the Empire. Um, but what's really weird is just, like they they have this whole new thing at Disneyland where, I mean the I should I should set this up first. <laughs> the Empire is basically based upon Nazi propaganda. Yeah, you know? they're, they're Nazis <laughs> the way they, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, they're space Nazis, and in simple terms but what's weird is is that you have all these people in disneyland now because disney bought star wars and they're kind of like they're talking about man the the dark side it's great to be part of the empire and you have people who dress up like people of the empire and you're like uh yeah i don't think you're supposed to be cosplaying as this but all right
0: well, for, it happened a long time ago right I was gonna say in in Japan every Halloween you can still find German dictator Halloween costumes for sale at uh, Don Quixote I think have you have oh, you really? seen yeah have you seen those it'll say in Japanese like uh, Deutschino no Sosai, which is J- uh, German dictator but it, it has wait like, in your part of the woods I've seen Where it you're from yeah well I've seen it uh not yeah I mean at the at the party shops like don Don Quixote yeah.
1: They probably don't have it here in Tokyo anymore. I guarantee
0: you they do. Go go to the one in. Really? Uh, yeah, I the one in Akihabara had it uh, a couple years ago. I saw it. It was really. Yeah, Check yeah, it out. Because I remember back in two thousand nine,
1: there was a store that had that literally sold Nazi paraphernalia, where you could buy like a big Nazi shirt, Nazi shirt. And actually, I bought one of them. Oh. <laughs> Probably nowadays is considered a real contraband. But
0: uh, yeah, I was gonna say you could uh, you could be deplatformed for wearing that shirt. Yeah, no, I haven't worn it, but I mean, I still have it. Hmm. But well, okay, here's the thing: <clears throat> at what point does like if you're a historian and you like even if you're not, but you just like to collect old stuff, like you say, oh yeah, this is a knife that belonged to a German officer. Ever, no one would bat an eye. They'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? But if you... I mean, how how much time needs to pass before something like that is just seen as a historical artifact as opposed to something, you know, that's controversial to, to dis- even discuss? You know what I mean? Or, to, like, if you had... For example, the AR-15 that the guy who shot up that mosque in New Zealand, if, if that was somehow being sold on the black market and you were able to buy it, like, everyone would say, oh, that's sick. Why would you buy such a thing? Well, why would you buy a Nazi memorabilia? You know? Or why would you buy a knife or a bow and arrow that Genghis Khan owned? You know? It's the same shit. It's just time, more time has passed between that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I know what oh. you're saying. I mean, yeah, it's... I don't know. This is where it gets complicated. Um, yeah. Well,
0: it's like, <laughs> but, you, 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 Hitler is still seen as a pretty bad dude, which he is.
2: But Yeah, well, so, the, the so problem, what I
1: think, with Hitler Genghis nowadays... Genghis Khan,
0: you know, Genghis Khan wiped out a quarter of the fucking planet's population. Oh, but... Right. he's yeah, Genghis Khan, so...
1: What I, what I think the problem with Hitler nowadays is that, you know, whenever, like, Hitler gets brought up in a conversation they often say that like that's like the worst comparison because it's like saying you're taking the ultimate far extreme like not right side just like yeah. you're taking an extreme and you're saying your your arguments kind of it becomes one of these like well oh, I'm going to take it to the extreme to the uh, extreme level I mean almost to, like to the point where it's kind of a, um,
0: what is it hyperbole
1: yeah, hyperbole, but I mean the, the, also another thing is just that it sort of becomes this kind of like armchair kind of philosophy yeah. where uh, – I don't know. This is tough. Well, I mean, but, I, mean
0: I was going to say, don't you think that it sort of cheapens that if if everyone now is like – like people throw around, yeah, oh, no, he's, yeah, a he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi or he he's literally Hitler. Like, come on. No, really? Like yeah, no. I think
1: yeah because it becomes a like hyperbole and it, yeah. it becomes too extreme, so it just almost doesn't even become an an argument anymore. Right. So I think that's that's kind of the problem, because we have uh. I'm having a hard time putting this into words, but, um, because you're not when a... you have like a statement or you have like a exa- Okay, here we go. Yeah. Example: When you have an example, that's like the ultimate weapon or something people always use that as like their ultimate defense right um case in point i remember like when the whole fukushima thing happened in japan it's like if we didn't have chernobyl what would they compare it to like well it's not as bad as chernobyl like that's pretty still fucking bad man three three mile island yeah i guess they'd say like oh it's 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 not as bad as Three Mile Island or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, I think
0: it's worse than Three Mile Island. Yeah, right? yeah it, it, they've just gotten progressively worse. It, uh, well, was it worse than Chernobyl? I don't think it is. I think Chernobyl is still kind of the key. No, no, Chernobyl, well, what
1: is it? like? like I think that was a different case, but yeah. I don't, I don't know too much about this because I'm kind of talking out of my ass here, but... Um, it's like when I go, when I go into like an argument like this, I usually like to become equipped, you know, with like knowing all the information
0: I can, don't, don't, but, I, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about, about that. Uh, we're just kind of shooting the shit. So we're, we're not, I don't think anyone's going to be out there fact checking us. And if they do, it's like, oh, well, thanks for correcting some, you know, correcting that. So, yeah. Right. Well, I mean,
1: I, I also do like to be able to talk about something and, you know, and have some kind of a, a fruitful, like conversation about it you know well, opposed to say i wonder what
0: that means well I, I, I mean the disclaimer here is i'm a dumbass so i mean i could be completely wrong about some things So like oh i go back look at it later i go fuck i was wrong about that oops you know but at least i'm aware that uh sometimes i could be talking out of my ass on some issues
1: right yes yeah, so. So, i mean what the thing is i'm saying here is is that sometimes when you have this example that's the extreme it kind of uh, it's like it's almost as a way to like mitigate uh, another person's argument in okay. a way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'd like to better eloquently be able to say this, but that's what I'm trying to say.
0: I, I think I know what you're saying. Like basically, just throwing insults like Nazi or racist out there just sort of delu- not only it, it it stops the argument right there. It, like it just it shuts down any sort of discourse, but it also cheapens. That using the word for legit reasons. Yeah, that's, you know that's what I'm that's saying. A word for like, it cheapens the argument. Yeah. Right, right. Because there are legit neo Nazis, there are legit racists out there. But just to throw the word Nazi or, or racist at someone who's not even near that cheap, not only shuts down the argument, it cheapens your argument, and it it just sort of it takes the attention away from the real cases you know so I, I i hate it when people just arbitrarily throw out like loaded terms like that at somebody you know like yeah got, well uh-huh. like calling that's louis ck a sexual predator no he's just a weirdo <laughs> i mean he he's he just likes to masturbate in front of people you know
1: yeah well, well i don't know that's another thing but I, again it's one of these things where it's like i'm really disconnected from it so yeah. i can't really well say too much about it well you you know what
0: happened with louis right
1: Right, no, like he locked doors and masturbated in front of
0: women. But he he, – okay, he would ask them though. I mean as as weird as that is, he would at least get their consent. But to compare him to someone like Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein or Weinstein, which I forgot which one it is, but uh, to compare – is it Steenstein? I don't know. There, there is a difference, though. There is a difference. So, um, is there? Okay. The spelling's the same, but apparently the pronunciation means you're either it's Franken. Or, yeah. It's Frankenstein. Yeah, right? <laughs> Walk this way, right? Um, God, a movie like that... Can, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mel Brooks movies. Can, Frankenstein is Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I need to watch that again. That's a good one. Uh, but the point is, I mean you can't group people all into like one category like that. Like Louie is not the same as Bill Cosby. And at the same time, someone who you disagree with on Twitter for something is not a Nazi or a, or a racist. If they just have a different opinion than you, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. I think the problem with Twitter nowadays is like,
1: you only hear like a certain amount of information. Yeah. Like what? Something's bad. What's going on? Somebody's a Nazi. It's like it's like me yelling at a tunnel, you know. Old old man yells at cloud, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like, they're like, did you hear that? They're saying this guy's a Nazi down there. No, it's not what he said at all. That's how the internet feels these days. Like
0: somebody says something, it's like a bad version of the telephone game. God, yeah, it's exactly it. That's exactly it. But. <laughs> the problem is you can now you can go back and look at the original statement but no one bothers yeah. with that you know what i mean um and, yeah. and another thing that what kind of pisses me off about like twitter and social media is like a, a legit news site will tweet out something that's kind of inflammatory you know like oh to get, um, just to get them clicks right yeah right and then if something comes out later yeah. that that proves where they have to redact it they'll quietly redact it They'll just change the article and they'll retweet it out, but it's all, but the the original article will still be up, and that gets the most yeah, retweets yeah. and everything. But the redaction will get like two or three retweets, you know. And yeah, it's like,
1: that's that's the world we live in nowadays. You
0: know, sensationalism and uh, god out, outrage marketing. Yeah, <laughs> do do you think it'll? I mean, it's it's like ten years ago, you know people still fought on on the internet that that's it's old i mean i remember flame wars on forums back in the 90s you know but um, yeah that, remember that it was just flame wars on forums they would it
1: always just stay there now it's just on twitter
0: yeah but do you think it'll kind of go the pen, pendulum will swing the other way again i don't know where do we go from from here it's a good question where? i don't know it'll evolve into something God, something God. will happen like i i can't imagine the next 10 years what it's going to look like cuz You you look at just 10 years ago, and it's a completely different world now, you know? Yeah, back when you – well, not just – more than
1: 10 years ago. Back when security in an airport in America wasn't a piece of pain in the ass, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, not only – I've only had to do, like, the the pat-down search, like, once at the airport, and that was weird. But there was this video going around on Twitter of, like, this – Twelve-year-old boy being patted down at. Oh yeah, at, I saw at, that. Da- yeah, that was a I, years ago, right? Uh, no, this was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, uh, and it was at it happened at DFW Airport in in, in Dallas, and it, the parent recorded their their child being patted down by this old man. And thing is, the guy went over the same areas several times, and they're just like, okay, he's a twelve-year-old boy. One. Um, he's wearing t-shirt and shorts and flip-flops. Mm. No, you can't really... You can hide maybe a, a shank or a shiv or something, but to go over his crotch area several times, like, once is enough, you know? Like, just stop. But he just kept doing it, and he was like, ugh. Just, this is what people have to go through in f- fucking TSA, you know?
2: Yeah,
1: and I don't know. I mean, I saw a video similar to that where... Like, some guy was, like, patting down some 12-year-old, and um, that went viral.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last last time I – well, yeah, last time I went through the Dallas airport, they didn't do that to me, but they um, they went through my luggage. Like, they – I, okay. I, and I didn't know this until I got back to Japan, but I opened up my suitcase and everything that I had packed in a certain way, which I didn't pack in a suspicious way. I just packed just to make more room, right? And it, mm-hmm. it, it, I could tell they had taken everything out and put it and just stuffed it back in oh
1: right right, right? yeah they've done that to mine too but the, yeah
0: but the worst part was like I had this like kind of plastic lining on the inside that, that kept it stable like that kept oh, it from man. not not like collapsing they had torn mm. that apart and oh, motherfucker they had torn that yeah. apart I guess searching for something but the, to top it all off after they put my stuff in they just threw the plastic pieces on top like Really, like, how fucking rude is that? You know, god damn it. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I'm, I got that too. And then, like, sometimes yeah. you get this, you get this little piece of paper. that says, "Your bag has been searched. Congratulations." Well, that's like congratulations for yeah. making that up. But. Well, I mean,
0: they didn't. It's like, oh, at least buy me dinner if you're gonna, you know, do something like that. But like, they didn't even give me the courtesy of of doing that. They just, it was like, nah, here have your shit back asshole you know
1: yeah that, that's another thing like i was telling maybe you remember i was writing on twitter that i'm going to uh, portland oregon to visit some of my friends yeah i was looking up i was reading like about the area and like places to see and things like that and i was reading about how there was a stabbing on like the train system they have there and I was like, I was thinking, man, I've been in Japan too long. Like, oh no, it's it's such a scary place. I can't go there. I'm like, wait a minute, I used to live in the U.S. Yeah, I'm like there's like stabbings all the time, and I didn't give a shit.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I used I used to live in Houston, you know, big city, and yeah. there like people's cars would be getting get broken into almost all every night in my apartment complex, but it never happened to me. But I, I'm just thinking, okay, that's just par for the course but now I'm thinking wow that sounds that sounds dangerous why would I want to live there you know but you just get so used to being in such a sometimes in a way boring you know like nothing like that happens here on the regular so it's uh, when it when it does happen it's it makes national news you know like guy um, goes through and it's always weird too it's like guy goes to Akihabara with a samurai sword and slices up 20 people you know like oh yeah well that that yeah. happened uh that was a real thing
2: that happened like <laughs> that, that, uh, that's
0: i know that's what i'm basing on off of but yeah like that sort of huh. shit happens but it's it's so rare that it becomes such a a headline you know
1: yeah that's true i guess like cause people may be like oh there was a stabbing oh yeah okay huh. yeah yeah like i'm going to go back to watching uh walking dead Or <laughs> 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 whatever
0: no i i have not seen I, I gave up on that show, too, but I kind of know what happens anyway because of the comics, but I just, uh... I hear this last no, season. No, I, I
1: gave up on that show after the eighth season, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Radri man, it was nice, uh, nice having you back on. Yeah, that was yeah. two hours, sorry about that, I don't want to talk your head off here. <laughs> no, dude, I mean, it's, uh, it's like the last one, we, we probably just keep going on about random things and it would be fine, but, uh from like what did we start at? We started at uh We went all broke, over the place.
1: Broken yeah. computers or something, or was that before we started? Yeah, I don't show? know.
0: It, it may have been, but we we covered everything. We covered Nazis, Genghis Khan and um, South Park South and, Park. <laughs> and your podcast, right? So Yeah, the um, new podcast. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh so you is it gonna be on your regular channel or is it Yeah, it's
1: gonna be know? on my regular channel. It's not up yet. I'm still getting the I have the artwork done. Okay. If you want I can share it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the artwork done. I'm getting the the intro music done, and then the intro is being finished, and expect to see that up on the channel at some point.
0: Okay, okay. Well, but, uh... yeah. Stick around for
1: the live streams if you want to be FOMO. If you want to be, if you have the fear of missing out.
0: Oh, is that what that means? No. I, I had no clue what FOMO meant until now. Well, thanks for. Oh, I mean that's a that's
1: a big thing in the U.S. right now. Um... Everybody's about the FOMO wow or at least that's
0: what i've read well now now i'm now i'm caught up thank you so uh but i'll have the uh i'll have the link to your channel again in the uh in the show notes oh thank you thanks a lot yeah so Radri, always nice having you on yeah thanks i mean it's always
1: nice to talk to you shay and listen to when you're talking to other people and you usually what your other guests you always have it all the time what's his name graham smith what's his
0: name yeah well he's been on twice yeah but uh He's um yeah Graham Smith he lives up in Niigata. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice guy, nice guy. Who who else is like a regular on your show? Oh, look, there it is, Red Red Culture. Is yeah, that, is that good. you? That's... That is me. <laughs> I thought it
1: was pretty bad for an audio show for showing you something you can't see. I guess you could share that in your show notes well, or something.
0: Uh, no, the video version will be on YouTube, so um. Oh, okay. They'll they'll, they'll get right. to see it, but that was. That was, uh, you look very happy in that. that well, looked... I was
1: trying to go for this Alfred E. Newman kind of look. <laughs> that's, that's what you know? I was
0: thinking. Like, it reminded me of a Mad Magazine cover, almost.
1: Because <laughs> I, th- I was thinking, like, Mad Magazine it would always talk about culture, and it always kind of, like, have, like, this yeah, sort yeah. of interesting take on it, this parody, you know, making fun of it and make, making some kind of com- commentary. <laughs> so, that's why it looks like that.
0: Okay. Well, good. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, but I'll lead. Um, I'll lead people to your channel again, and uh, just uh, anytime uh, you're welcome back on. When it gets up oh, and running, go. yeah. When it gets up and running, just uh, let us know.
1: Yeah, 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 I'll let you know. I mean, um, expect to see something in April Fools' Day.
0: Oh. I guess tomorrow. Ooh, oh. ooh,
1: is yeah no... tomorrow Japan time? I guess I don't know if you have any uh, listeners in the states, but
0: uh, they're all over the world. So um, April first Japan time, check it out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Until then. All right. Well, I'm Radri, and <laughs> that's just how I always end my show. I was—I always, always have like this idea in my mind, like, hey, this is how you end the show. You always go until then. Then you say your name. It's like until then. I'm Radri, and signing off. No. No. Oh no! You say I'm uh, Shay. Oh, it's like signing off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> All right. Maybe not. Okay. okay well, Guess I got to work on it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. All right. Okay. See you guys.